guys. Welcome to another episode of uh, Football Updates. This is uh, Andy. And this is Robin. So, uh, a lot of crazy stuff going mm. on in the NFL and uh, the football world in general, Robin. Uh, uh, what, what kind of things are going on this week? So, um, the one team that we talk the most about, because we're in the area, the Buffalo Bills, um, you know, they went into the bye week six and six, you know, roller coaster season up and down, you know, other than Josh Allen making plays, you know, a lot of weird stuff going on. And you would have thought, oh, the bye week would be kind of a week where stuff doesn't happen. And then you have the Von Miller arrest and, um, you know, that's still legally getting sorted out. He available to play um, piece by Ty Dunn of a go along um, com today about um, just some of the stuff um, issues McDermott has had in communication with players and things like that um, you know um, and McDermott did address one story today in it um, but yeah, it just feels like a lot of weird stuff going on with the Bills, and you would have thought, oh, this is the week to get everything together before the stretch run, and normally they're great after bye weeks, but just feels like another weird week and another in maybe the weirdest Bills year in a long time. Uh, Andy, what do you think of their entire situation right now, and do you have faith that... Um, on and off the football field, they can get it together. I think, well, like, well I'll, get, I'll touch on the two big mm. out of, out of a field, off the field, though, I should say, uh, mm. things going on in the news. But just to start off with the team, you know, mm-hmm. I'm beyond impressed with the offense of doing, has been doing under Joe Brady. You know, just, we've been talking, I think we kind of talked about it during the season, before the season, how Dorsey, Mm-hmm. He had great plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even on paper, but he never could adapt. Yeah. And sooner or later, the off like sooner or later, the defenses catch up to him, and he just never makes adjustments and all that stuff. And you know, he didn't. The only reason Kincaid was really coming into the zone was Dawson got injured. Yeah. Know, yeah. So it's just you know great to see we almost beat the Eagles in mm-hmm. overtime. Gabe Davis didn't miss that route, you know, but uh, same, you know, there's, you know, there's some issues going on with, you know, McDermott's, you know, play calling and they're saying he's, he's too conservative. You know. mm-hmm. Whatever happens, I, I just got to say, you know, I'm forever grateful for what he's done for the Bills. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, uh, Tree had this great YouTube video, The Walk of Mediocrity. Mm-hmm. That's just you're not bad enough to get early drafted, but you're always in the mid-tier. But, like, mm. you know, just if things... Maybe I'd give him one more year just because, mm. you know, it's... it's it's got, You know, it's because Joe Brady does seem like they'd be, like, a good yeah. coordinator. And if not Brady, maybe Frank Reich. You know, mm. just someone to unlock Josh. You know, it's just... That's just... It's, it's, part of my friend that's the bitch of it. it's just it seems a little mm. too little too late and like I think I know it's like officially 50% but just looking at the strength of schedule for the other teams yeah I, I think it's going to be 50-50 if the Bills make it in mm-hmm. if they play at their level I kind of agree with you there and they haven't okay. lost after a bye under McDermott so this is the time for them to pick it up but it does seem like a lot outside of the games going on but 
for who knows, like maybe the Jets might finally show up in the next few weeks and having Rodgers back, you know, in the building is more mm-hmm. freak point and stuff like that. Because, yeah, there's a lot of big games coming yeah. up with mm-hmm. certain teams. Like, uh, like, who knew we're actually rooting for the Jets this week? You know, the yeah. Houston, uh, they're going to play the Browns in a few weeks, yeah. which could be good for us. If, if mm-hmm. I, I pray to God that man does not, like, yeah and uh speaking of the jets they again have kind of an end of season um you know collapse and a bunch of off-field stuff going on um zach wilson a couple weeks ago gets benched and it's all it talks as if you know that the zach wilson era is over you know we're moving forward and we'll talk about ways to the team at the end of the regular season. Then Tim Boyle plays for a couple games. Doesn't go very well. Um, he was a bit of Trevor Simeon. And then this week, uh, there's a report that comes out from The Athletic. Diana Rossini comes out and says that Zach Wilson was reluctant to play, um, even though they were giving him the job back. And then, you know, the Jets have since tried to deny the whole thing, including Aaron Rodgers. And now Tim Boyle gets cut. Zach Wilson gets a chance at the job back. What do you think of the entire um, situation with the Jets, including, you know, Aaron Rodgers' guys that he's brought in, Tim Boyle, um, Alan Lazard not coming up to what, you know, his expectations were, Dalvin Cook being brought in, not doing much. Um, I'm trying to think. Randall Cobb, obviously another Packer great former Packer great that was brought in. What do you think of this Jet situation? Is it salvageable next year? Do you think all the big names and big pieces that the coaching staff and players still are there? I um hmm. mm-hmm. I, I think if if he does decent enough, I, I still mm-hmm. think you should let the kid cook under Rodgers because he, he does mm-hmm. he has there's been a few games parts of games where he's played better mm. and the other thing I will say to him is like they have the worst or, 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 or one of the worst offensive lines mm. in the oh yeah I've been watching games and this Jack mm. Wilson doesn't even have like three or four mm. seconds where yeah. he just popped you know so it's you know it's going to be inter- interesting like I I still can't believe that Rodgers is going to try to play at the end of the year. I mean, put more power too. Scared for I'm scared for Rodgers, you know, future. But it's yeah, it's they thought this year was all or nothing. Like I, I think they're really going to actively try to get maybe Adams next year. Like mm-hmm. it's it's going to be very interesting offseason for the Jets. I'll, I'll I will say, and then uh, just to circle back. Uh, before we go go forward, uh, the Bills, uh, the two big things, you know, like, first I want to mention McDermott comments about 9-11, you know, Ooh, yeah. bad taste. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, I think, we're, I, I'm personally going through some mental health mm. stuff, so I, I do mm. know that sometimes you, in your head, something's a good idea to mm. say, yeah. and, like, in hindsight, you know, I, I, I've heard so much about McDermott as a person. Yeah, I, mm. I just think he made a mistake. You know, he didn't yeah. talk about it. But, like, again, don't get me wrong. A bad taste, absolutely. Yes. But mm. I don't think that should end his 
uh, football career. Right yeah. Today. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, on the Von Miller thing, I'm fifty-fifty because, like, mm. I'm fully believing of due process. You know, the night like I'm, I again, I've had a lot going on the past mm-hmm. week or two, so I've been deep into it as I usually am. But like, uh, do you want to go into the kind of the details of the, the Von Miller stuff? Yeah. So initially, it was an arrest warrant out for his arrest. Um, middle of the last week. Um, and the reports or the, you know, the, um, Warren and the reports around it, very disturbing, you know, bruises around arm, neck, um, pulling of hair, things like that. Um, yeah, which is, you know, very tough to read and hear, but again, everything is, you know, in this, as of now is accusation based. And then the, um, girlfriend of his that was involved has since said it was, you know, overblown or nothing very much happened, but there's, you know, the rest report, the 911 call, which potentially says otherwise. So it's, again, something that's going through, again, the legal process. And the parallel between his situation and Matt Ariza, that's always going to get brought up. And the Ariza situation, that was, you know, a lawsuit. There wasn't, you know, any arrest going on, but the accusations were troubling and I think it was Tim Graham of the Athletic, who's been around Buffalo Bills football for a long time, had said that Ariza may have not been fully truthful about the entire situation of the Bills because it included the, you know, allegation of not only sexual conduct, but also um, the woman at the time being underage. But we've since found that that, you know, accusation was, you know, um, very flawed and. Um, you know, now it's still kind of going through the legal process, but it wasn't, you know, fully truthful. Um, but, you know, and in both situations, you know, a person's, you know, reputation is on the line. And, um, one case they let the guy immediately go, even though they didn't being tried to explain it as, you know, we're not judge jury. We're in the case of Von Miller, they're keeping him around and he's saying that, you know, people can be accused of a lot of things and we're not, you know, able to do anything. But there's salary cap implications with Von Miller that obviously weren't with Ariza. Um, but those are like the big um, details on it. If you wanted to expound on your point any further. Um, yeah, like, I'm, I'm kind of torn. I, mm. like, I, I think Brandon Bean said it best. You're damned if you do, you're damned don't you know mm. like you got half, half, I think you know if you if they did suspend him you would have half the, the fans up in arms still mm. you know it's just one of those touchy things you know yeah. I guess maybe hopefully until this stuff comes to resolve we can just maybe mm. relax and watch football I, I know that's rough to say but like mm. I, you know I'm not an investigator but I, I will yeah. say until more information comes out like if I I do recall also the Matt Ariza investigation was further through at that point before the, they made a decision. But yeah, it's it's part of my friend is a bitch either way. Yeah. You know. Yeah, in case of the uh before we move on to the thing, um one idea would be that people have presented is that Von Miller hasn't been productive on the field regardless of this thing going on, hasn't put up any sacks, doesn't look like the same player before he had the injury last year. Would it just make 
sense and be easier to have them enact everything. The problem with that is, is that does a player's association come in and say, no, 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 you can't do that. And I feel like in both instances, the convention commissioner exempt list could have been an option, but in the case of Ariza, I think there's some NFLPA rule where if the conduct's in college, you can't, you know, punish a player, suspend a player, put them on the exemption list for the conduct in college. And then the NFL's explanation this time around for Von Miller was there were no formal charges, even though there was an arrest warrant. So it seems a little odd, but I don't know if you want to say anything more with that info in mind or... Mm-hmm. From a playing perspective, I, I really mm-hmm. think I, I heard he took his brace off recently. Like I really mm-hmm. think this month where he was going to really start to stride a bit, but we'll, yeah. we'll have to see. Yeah. But you know, again, I, I, at this point of the year, mm-hmm. until you know, until all more stuff comes out, I don't question him. I just say, you know, let let it ride. You know. Mm-hmm. Maybe not put him in until he proves it to be in like those big game moments, but like mm. throughout the games, maybe sprinkle him in a little more. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like I think both of us can kind of agree on the point that's like um, that we'd rather not be talking about this, but this is, is something that both revolves around the team and in the world. So it's you know it's unfortunate, but um, yeah, hope yeah. Um, going forward, um, you had mentioned Frank Reich a little bit ago, and he um, got let go a couple weeks ago by the Carolina Panthers, 11 games into the season, um, and into his tenure, which is somehow too shorter than Urban Meyer. Um, a lot of reports about, I think it was The Athletic with Joe Person um, and Diana Rossini as well, just a lot of that dysfunction with the Panthers organization and David Tepper, the owner basically suggesting how footwork should be for the quarterback, um, you know, and, you know, certain assistant coaches telling the owner this, this, then the other, and then the new interim coming in and letting go of assistants like, uh, Josh McCown, a quarterback coach and Deuce Daly. Uh, what do you think of the, situation if not a mess in Carolina and is do you think Bryce Young can survive it? Um just two the first thing with Frank with Frank like mm. I think two head coaching jobs where he's just had, you know mm. you know, like where things kind of fell through their arms control. Like, you know, you had a generational he built that offense for the Colts around mm, yeah. and luck. And you saw how good they were that first year with luck, you know, and then <laughs> luck retired, you know, and it just, it was like they, they tried to band-aid, you know, and just, <laughs> you know, I think it's just the ownership got frustrated and let him go, you know, you know, that, that that's, that's how it goes, you know, because it, it takes a few years for a team to on, you know, mm. on build around a quarterback, like, luck and then like we're mentioning now with Tepper like Tepper's been fired like five or six interim head coaches slash head coaches or been through six coaches or something like that I saw somewhere mm-hmm. and just he doesn't he's very hands on in my opinion yeah. especially mm-hmm. if the rumors are true like I still think Stroud would have had a bad year this year if he was with the Panthers because there's other than Thielen mm-hmm. maybe Hubbard 
there's no weapons yeah. at all. Yeah, Miles Sanders, um, that move didn't work out. Unfortunately, um, Hayden Hurts with injury, and, you know, best wishes to him with the, uh, I think it was the post-amnesia response to a um, brain injury. So hopefully, you know, he gets that sorted out. Um, but, yeah, go ahead. Uh, the last thing we'll say about mm-hmm. Young is that if they get the right person mm-hmm. there and actually really do a good job, like I know their other their first round tip's gone, but like mm-hmm. they have their second still, right? Yep, second. Yep, um, a decent amount of cap space, but the you're thinking some of that, if not a decent amount, it's going to go to Brian Burns to make sure he doesn't get you know to free agency. But right. and the, the, I mean, here's the good mm-hmm. news: you you have. But still young rookie. Mm-hmm. You know, there, I've seen plenty of rookie. Like, I'm not saying he's going to be the next Peyton Manning, but mm-hmm. Peyton had a terrible yeah. first year. You, maybe it's like the uh, Jaguars of last year where, mm-hmm. uh, oh my goodness, and, uh, Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson, yep. You know, they're not as, as, you know, thick of talent as they are this year, but, you know, you mm-hmm. bring a couple pieces here and there to add on, and you can have mm-hmm. a slightly better season, I think. Like, if Stroud was drafted by the Pan- Panthers, I think they might have had a couple more wins, maybe. Mm-hmm. And again, not, nothing to knock Young. I'm sure he can be a great quarterback, but like CJ Stroud is just. <laughs> yeah. His decades kind of Andrew Luck, just like out of the gate. Just yeah. more than Andrew Luck. He is the. I think since the 50s, he's the first yeah. QB to lead the league in passing. Like yeah, he's playing incredible, yeah. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, what was the uh, uh, next thing you wanted to talk about, Robin? Uh, so let's see. Um, another coaching staff under fire. Um, the uh, Washington Commanders. Um, they had you know an embarrassing uh, game past couple games, but especially on uh, national TV with the um, Thanksgiving Day loss to the. Cowboys, and after the game, um, Jack Del Rio let go as defensive coordinator. And the following week on Sunday versus the Dolphins, get blown up by 30. Terry McLaurin doesn't catch a pass. Says after the game he ran a bunch of cardio when asked about it, so obviously not happy there. Um, uh, Jonathan Allen saying, you know, he'd love to win Washington, but, you know, if he can't win there, he'd like to find somewhere he can actually win um you think um the ron rivera era is um coming to an end in washington i i think it is Mm, i I thought in the early beginning of the year you know they could have made it to the playoffs i think his job would have been yeah he's just been there for so long and Mm -hmm. under bad you know owner like probably the worst owner in NFL history in mm-hmm. tonight. Yeah. Which you do. After you've been a while, you know, been there a while, you know, you can only I think do so much, you know, and it's just yeah, sometimes it is what it is, you know. But I do think it yeah, I think his time is up at by the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with you there. Um quick um segue to the college football playoffs. Um we have our final four of Alabama number four Texas, number three, Washington, number two, Michigan, number one. So we're going to have Michigan and Bama in the Rose Bowl, and then Washington, Texas in the Sugar Bowl. 
uh, what do you think of these matchups? And then also the um, Florida State Seminoles with an undefeated season getting left out somewhat due to their quarterback injuries. Alabama. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, my dad's from Ohio, so I'm an Ohio State fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, looking forward to next year, definitely, when there's the 12. Oh my God, I cannot wait for a 12. Yeah. Playoff rep because, like, there will be no controversy this year. Like, well, there will always be the number 13 that'll complain, hey. <laughs> but, like, nothing, yeah. nothing is yeah. just as what's going on right now in college football. Like, I've seen mm-hmm. some people. Travesty, then you yeah. Have, I, like, I kind of see it from a few. I, I do mm. get the caveat that uh, is it just their first string quarterback? Is there like there was a second string that got hurt and then couldn't play in the um, ACC title game, so they went to their third, and then it's potentially that the second would be able to play in the bowl game, but they weren't impressive with either the second or third string guy, whereas. You remember, you maybe remember as an Ohio State fan when the Buckeyes came in as the four seed, and it was controversial at the time because they had their third string quarterback, but they had dominated in the Big Ten championship game against uh, Wisconsin with Cardale Jones, and then ended up winning the entire thing. But right. yeah, that's yes. Yeah, so mm-hmm. yeah, so you know, it's is it, a lot of damn if you do, damn if you don't mm-hmm. today. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I still kind of feel for Florida, though. Oh, yeah. That, but, like, if there was a team that could run the gauntlet like this mm. with teams left because Georgia's out of there, yeah. uh, I, I think Alabama could. Oh, be, yeah. Like, I'm personally pulling for Texas because I do kind of like Texas. Mm hmm. Certain teams in Texas I love. And my favorite pro wrestler, The Undertaker. That's his uh, mm. favorite team. I don't know if anyone saw. Mm. He, uh, Kimmer, I, I think the award was like for like the best Texan pl- college player or something like that. Oh yeah. So that, that was a pretty cool thing to see. But like, mm. uh, yeah, it's gonna be an interesting college football championship bowl games. But uh, mm. I think college football, like, don't get wrong, the bowl games are always huge around New Year's, but next mm. year. Yeah, it does feel like these these playoff games are always great, even before the twelve team that'll be next year. Um, unfortunately, the rest of the bowl seasons kind of marred with teams going. And again, I have no problem with players going to the transfer portal or you know saying, "Hey, I don't want to risk injury." Um, you know, with my the draft upcoming, because we've seen players like Jalen Smith, Wells McGahee, guys like that. You know, a couple months away from making it as big as possible and then they get some injury and it affects their draft stock and how much they make in their first rookie deals. So, um, but yeah, yeah, it's going to be exciting to see those playoff games and see how they, um, you know, how they sort themselves out. Excited for watching Texas with both teams having creative offense coordinators and, um, two, if not three NFL receivers on both teams. So, um, but yeah, that's um, a lot of the big topics. Were there any topics um, you wanted to broach um, before uh, the end of the, the pod? Yep. The last couple uh, 
actual bio. This came out mm. a few hours ago. Uh, I mean, who knows if Jim Harbaugh will be done by that time. Mm. It'll be a totally different Michigan team. But, mm. <coughs> excuse me, in about three to four years, mm. he's going to go to Ann Arbor to play Michigan. Who is it? Sorry. I think. Uh, the Bulls. The UB Bulls. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Oh, yeah, in 2026. Yeah, that'll be uh, very fun. Seven. Yeah. So that's going to be very interesting. You know, that kind of, mm. well, a little different because that team was not obviously as good as Michigan for the most part, you know, considering mm. the UB's uh, MAC championship. But uh, as a yeah. kid, I think I've talked about it before. I gravitated to the Steelers and the dynasty. And mm. again, I was a kid, so this is why I was a fan of him when he we got drafted. Uh, my dad took me to UB Bulls game. Oh, wow. His old. Well, he went to both schools, but he went to mm. Miami of Ohio, and he took me to a UB mm. game where Ben Roethlisberger played. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, so I kind of <laughs> so it's always cool to see uh, games like that. I don't know why I thought of that, but uh, mm. and uh, so the other thing that I wanted to mention about college mm-hmm. uh, uh, is Cooper Manning the main quarterback right now or he's the arch manning he is the um backup although i think he's he was technically third string because they when quinn ewers the starter went down they had like um i think a redshirt freshman or redshirt sophomore malik murphy coming in play and i think that was just an experience thing they didn't want to throw arch manning into a big spot um where they needed to keep winning to you know as they do now get into the playoff um, but anytime he's come in in a game, they've been blowing out teams. There's always a huge, a huge, uh, you know, crowd response to even the littlest thing that he does. So after he's a quarterback next year or two years after, because it sounds like Ewers will stay past this year. But you never know with if he wins it all, will he just say, "Hey, I'll go make my NFL millions?" But it sounds like he wants development. But we'll see. see the inactive list and the Patriots they inactive was Demario Douglas the very talented speedy rookie receiver Keishon Booty a talented rookie receiver um, Devontae Parker the veteran guy so they're down to three receivers I think it was like Tyquan Thornton oh man I I'm, I study this game a lot anyway I'm forgetting <laughs> who's left among those guys and then you got Zappi a quarterback um, I believe Rondre Stevens out too. So, I believe it's the lowest um, over under ever put on a game. It's like thirty. Um, so yeah, it's going to be an ugly slugfest. Um, Mitch Trubisky's the quarterback on the other side. Um, 
Deontay Johnson's been a bit of a diva the past couple of weeks between, you know, the um, play where he didn't, you know, care about blocking or recovering a fumble against Cincinnati. And then uh, the Arizona game, I'm not sure you saw, where they were down three scores and he scores a touchdown with five minutes left and has a coordinated, choreographed, excuse me, touchdown dance in a game. They're still down two scores against a bad team, so... There's some iffy vibes with the Steelers. They should be able to win, but this is the type of loss that if it happens, I think there's some pressure put on the Pittsburgh Steeler faithful on uh, ownership to maybe look at moving on from Tomlin, maybe not firing, but trade or something like that. I don't know. They're your second team if you have any different opinion of that. Oh, so, um, you know, there's it, it's the type of game where if they were to lose, you know, within a week twice at home to both the Cardinals and the Patriots, uh, you know, there'd be pressure by the fan base on, you know, ownership to maybe move on from Mike Tomlin as great as he's been. Um, do you think... Oh, yeah, I, I, for some reason I thought you were saying mm-hmm. can't. I got it, sorry, my head went automatically. Um... Yeah, being a fan of the Steelers, I mm-hmm. I don't think it would happen though. This yeah, mm-hmm. at the very least, like, would there be pressure? I think so, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't think it'll happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And also, you don't you don't have Kenny Pickett playing. Yeah, you have so that's another thing. I, I wouldn't be too surprised if they lost today. Oof, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that, that's going to be our episode for today, guys. Uh, hopefully we'll get a surprise and have a good football game tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, have a good week, guys. Yep, thank you, you too.